thanks for tuning in for what you think is another entertaining, great episode. Uh, as always, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, thank you all for doing so the past few episodes. I really appreciate it. Let's keep it up. Keep the comments going. Keep the subscriptions going. And again, thanks. That's all I can say. Welcome to Japan According to Akil. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akil, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Yo, hey, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Japan According to Akil. Really, really random, but we got it together. Episode, please excuse like the first probably 15 minutes of the episode. Um, but basically,、um, what I do is the past, you know, we've been off for a little while, but I've collected randomly through the miracle of YouTube's algorithm. A lot of Japan related links have popped up on my timeline, and I've kind of compiled those for one reason or another, and we kind of went through most of them. Um, and I give a little bit of insight for better or for worse or whatever. And, you know,、um, there's a lot of stuff, you know, to go through. I talk about a movie, also a crazy ass movie that I just finished up before recording.、Um, but basically, a lot of supplemental stuff. Way more. I think we got like eight, nine links for you guys. So please check the description, you know, via audio or on YouTube as well. A lot of shit for you, regardless of whatever you're into. I think there's going to be something for everybody.、Um, I'm really happy just looking at the list, getting it organized before recording. I'm, hap I'm happy, 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 you know, with、um, what I got for you guys. So hopefully it makes up for the semi extended break between episodes. So let's speak for yourself and enjoy. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to episode 161. 161. Sorry. I'm completely unshaven. <laughs> I ran out of shaving cream. I'm not going to lie. I was like, shit. <laughs> I wanted, my beard is all crazy. I got a lot going on right now. Let me put this down. Hold on. Yeah, I got a lot going on. Yeah, my beard, people on YouTube, my beard is out of control. I've. I haven't shaved like my goatee in like a,、um, or trimmed or, you know, trimmed. I say trimmed my goatee in about a week. And even a week ago, I just I met with Jeff、uh, from my Fukuoka story. If you, you know, I'll try to remember to put a link to it somewhere up there for people on YouTube. But、um, you should remember if you're a long time listener. But、um, me and Jeff, we hung out,、um, did some, you know, family related shit, some chilled out shit,、uh, which is cool. So, um, The the other a week ago, and so I kind of just barely trim my goatee, but yeah, I just haven't done shit. I've just been lazy, you know. <laughs> and I ran out of shaving cream, so because I, I kind of wanted to trim it at least before recording, but I was like, fuck, I'm out of it. But anyway, um what I did get is do, 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 you can see on YouTube, I got some Masuzake. Let me drink this. I haven't drunk Masuzake in years. Mm. Mm. Pretty good, pretty good. Thank you, thank you, Jeff.、Mm. The smell of the wood, like, because、um, Jeff went to, and his wife went to the JW Marriott in Nara. Shout out to them.、Um, mm. I guess some time ago, and they got like a little, I guess, welcome box kind of set thing. So he gave that to me and Um, as you know, just a present, just exchanging presents and whatnot. We talked about exchanging presents. Actually, he, him and his wife gave us presents, and 
So next time I got in my memory bank, I got to hook them up with some, some with some shit. My wife and I we made eye contact like, oh, they gave us me, my wife, me and my son some presents, and so we were like, okay, we got them next time. We got y'all. Remember I told you about exchanging presents in Japan from that list. Totally true. I, we already know what we're gonna get them. Um, so yeah, he gave me um, this little small like welcome box kit of Masuzake with a small thing of. Let me see. I got it over here. Just a small bottle of uh, sake. Um, put that closer by. Um, so, you know, he 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 gets his, those types of gifts and stuff, stuff like that. So he, I guess he had some other shit around the house. So he was just like, huh. So so I could talk about it on here. So um, I opened the box. I don't. I didn't have the original box with me, but you know, mm. like oh shit, I'm drinking from the wrong corner. Mm. I'm, again, I'm not going to whip out salt and do all that shit, you know. Um, but it is good to drink um, like that every now and then. And, I mean, after I finish this, I'm not going to keep the box around. But, honestly, when I opened up the um, box the first time, the smell of the wood, I forgot. what It's like a really, maybe a really good uh, quality wood because, like, the whole aroma of fresh wood just, I don't know if it's, I don't know what the fuck kind of wood it is, but it's good smelling you know it's been i've had it out of the box for a few days so it's not as strong and as it's maybe dried out a little bit the wood dried out a little bit um but still it's it's nice it's a nice change of pace to, to drink um and just you see i'm drinking this shit now <laughs> mm. and like you can tell they put this is a marriott so they they put some thought into it because you know as you drink this the you know you, you you see, I'm just like shoving my snout into the box, so like the aroma of the wood kind of goes into your nose as you're drinking. It's a very delicate but but relaxing kind of thing, you know. Um, it doesn't really affect the flavor of the sake, which is alright. I'm not gonna lie, you know, it's just it's not really like the best kind. Maybe it's, it's very dry. Is I mean, maybe it's not like yeah yeah kalakuchi. It's like maybe kalakuchi. That might be it. Um, just I say you know mid level sake, which is totally fine with me um i appreciate it but um but definitely the box they they blew their load on the on the box man like the whatever quality of wood they chose they did a really good job of it mm. i'm enjoying just smelling the wood more than i am drinking the sake to be honest with you so um so yeah i appreciate that jeff thanks cheers to that one um mm. totally fucking up the podcast though because i just enjoying this shit not even really talking to you guys, talking to you guys <laughs> let me pour some more this I got, I got some beer in the fridge too um because tomorrow is my day off i got a couple of days off ching ching so um let me finish this off and then we can officially start the podcast i guess um but okay yeah, okay <laughs> that's a whole five minutes of nothing i guess but um but no, no, this time I got, I got, you know, it's been a while since we, since we talked, but I, YouTube algorithm has been treating me nice. They know what I like or what you guys like, because they've just been hitting me with tons of links to stuff over the past couple of days. And so I was even thinking like, should I just like save some of these for next episode? But I was like, man, fuck it. You know, it's been a while since we talked. So if you look in the description, either either on audio or on video, you'll see there's a lot of links to um, external uh, different stuff. And, you know, I'm going to I'm going to go through most of them. I think all of them um, that I have just randomly and then get get the fuck out of here. 
um, you know, it's, it's a lot of stuff for you to look at. Some some short stuff, some mini, a lot of some mini documentaries, lots of stuff related to Japan. You know, just see where the conversation goes. That's pretty much the plan for today. Um, nothing really special on the radar for me uh, and related to Japan as well. You, you probably watching on the news what's going on, so I'm just not going to rehash that. And just we're just going to talk Japan this time. So I think that, and, and I'm going to drink some more Masazake. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Sorry. <laughs> mm. <sighs> okay, that's nice. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, just give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Uh. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I had a pretty busy weekend, so this is literally the start of my weekend. I got a couple days off in a row, so this is like you're literally watching me fucking relax. For the first time in a couple of days, you know, so, 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 so sorry, you know, okay, but anyway, all right, so let, let's just get into things, all right, I'm just, let me just power through these joints, it's going to be another short episode unless I get side barred, sidetracked by some of these, um, but yeah, uh, before I do that, let me talk about this shit that I was watching for, when I was getting ready, like, I, I finished up this weird ass movie, I'm not even going to recommend it to you all, I'm not even going to try and find the translated title, it was just this weird ass movie that was on Netflix here in Japan, and like, it, it was all Japanese, it was, of course, a Japanese movie, but, um, it was, uh, <laughs> it, it was with, uh, it didn't have English subtitles, so I just had to watch it in all Japanese. I just put on the Japanese subtitles and followed the best I could. You know, I could understand about, like, there was a lot of yelling in it, you know. Um, so it, it was, um, about, uh, six, I could get about, like, 50, 60% of the movie. Because basically, you know, you know, my my midnight romps through the adult oriented Netflix videos led me on to this one. And um, it was like like the beginning was funny because it's like I think the actress, she's a comedian or something. I've seen the actress before, you know, and she and she's really she's kind of funny. Um, she reminds me of someone I used to know. Actually, I mean, not like that. No, but um, someone I used to know's ex-girlfriend and. Mm. Um. So anyway, anyway, I'm not get sidetracked with that. But um, so you know, small kind of tomboyish, I'd say tomboyish Japanese girl, and she basically the the story of the movie is I'll just spoil everything and tell you what the fuck it is because it's really not important, not a major movie at all. But and I was just watching it confused by it, like what the fuck is the point of this? But basically, so this movie, it was like this. It got my attention because it was this you know young lady talking in a bra, and I'm like you know hey sorry I'm a dude. I'm like okay what's this all about? And you know is I saw in the description she worked in like a Fuzoku. Uh, ten the Fuzoka shop, which is you know, we've talked about that before, and so I was like, okay, okay, well, this could be quite entertaining, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and so I'm watching this fucking thing, and you know, she starts just like this monologue. She's got a bra and a fucking skirt on from like a, dr a dress suit and she's talking to some crazy shit and so it turns out like she got hired as uh to work at a fuzoku which is like you know uh red light district kind of delivery health type place 
And, you know, so she goes there as, you know, selling her services. And she, you know, she, the first customer she had, you know, he gives her the money and she was just like, no, nah, this is too fucking weird. She freaked out. It was like, look, I can't do this. You know, and he's like, no, 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 it's okay. You want to do some role play? It's all good. And she's like, no, I can't do this. Get the fuck away from me. And she like freaks out and, the, and runs into the street. She's like, help me get the fuck away from me. Yeah. And, you know, this guy's like, like chasing her down the street, basically, in the middle of the daytime. And so apparently what happened is she, instead of being like, you know, a person providing her services, she's just like, a helper in in the place and there's a bunch of weird women there you know and each one of them has a story one of them's like the smiley bubbly psychopath chick and one of them's the really like you know goth kind of like dark atmosphere chick and then you got the chick who's cute but but really fucking crazy and, fr and emotionally unstable and another unstable person and a guy who's a gigolo and and you know and it's just like all these weird shit going on and so and it, i'm, I'm kind of watching this movie i was watching like mo like most of it a few n nights ago and i was just like watching it and then then like the driver who's like dating one of the chicks there who's obsessed with it, it was just fucking weird right and so i'm like i'm just watching it. it's like okay so what's gonna happen in this movie and what's the point of this movie and so i was watching it for like an hour and i realized it's just gonna be about these people and their fucking problems in this goddamn like fuzoku place and so i kind of just like cut it off and just went to bed that night and so getting ready for this i was like fuck it it's like half an hour left in this goddamn movie let me just finish watching it while i set everything up and so, you know, I had it on and it was just all melodramatic and weird, but like, mm. like, I can't relate to that shit. So I think it's supposed to be emotionally connecting. It's supposed to connect with you somehow emotionally, but, you know, I just see a bunch of like people with problems and working in like a fucking Fuzoku place and like, I can't relate to any of that shit, you know, so... Yeah, it was just weird, and, and, like, the climax of the movie was, like, you know, the, the psycho chick who was, like, fucking, like, the, the Tencho, or who's, like, the, the, the manager of the place, and secretly, and she's, like, you know, basically just money-hungry and crazy, you know, and recording homeless people, and uh, she's confessed to killing a few people, and, 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 and there's, like, this big thing, and then the manager freaks out and starts beating people up, and the, you can see this is, I'm just watching this, like, what the fuck is the point of this movie, you know, and everyone starts yelling and crying, and in the end, like, one of the crazy girls stabs the manager, and then another person goes to another, um, she just changes jobs, and she's just giving BJs to people, and, and <laughs> I'm just like, what is this? You know, <laughs> it's supposed to be. But the thing is, the end of the movie is supposed to be all like dramatic and stuff. But it's just like fucking crazy. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, you know, that was a waste of my time. But you know, so that that that's what I was doing before watching this. You know, um, no boobies in it, <laughs> to my disappointment. Mm. So yeah, that, I'm not gonna lie. I watched the whole thing, hoping there would be a possibility of some boobies, but you know, the most you can see was some shitty ass sex scene with a dude's ass. Okay, who wants to see that? You know, <laughs> I mean, some people, but not this guy. I'm just saying. You know, so I don't know. Whatever. That was what I, I feel. I sound. I feel like such an asshole by describing this movie that. Way. <laughs> 
way. <laughs> I feel like such a sensitive asshole now, but whatever, whatever. You know what it is. Okay. And then I'm going to transition. Actually, I'm going to transition to something. Uh, and then we're going to transition to something actually true. <laughs> okay. But I digress. I, I completely did this the wrong way because um, speaking, this is a fucked up episode, by the way. Um, speaking of people completely unrelated to that movie. Okay. Uh, while I was getting ready, um, I, I remember I wanted to say, I feel like such an asshole talking about that movie. And then what I'm about to say, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. But you know, whatever. Um, not whatever, but I'm sorry. Oh, really? Okay. But anyway, uh, Luna Luna, I got, I have to say what's up to Luna Luna. Um, I, so you wrote me a comment, a really heartfelt comment. I'm not going to say what your comment is. I looked for, it. I, I, I got an email, I, you know, I don't get enough uh, comments, so I get every comment notification on my phone. So I read through your comment via email notification, but I couldn't find it on the video that you talked about. Um, I don't know if you, you know, you shared a lot of personal stuff and things like that. So I don't know if you deleted it or not, but, um, you know, I'm not going to share it, say what you wrote in there. I don't know if you're going to listen to this, but you know, I just want to say thank you for your comment. Um, you know, and yeah, I, I feel exactly what, what you were saying. And I'm happy that you have, you know, one, a partner who, who you can share these things and understand that understands how you felt. And, you know, I would say don't don't take put too much stock in that. I mean, I'm, I'm it's not anything heavy, you know, but 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 I, I don't I just don't want to like put her business out there or anything like that. I just say don't put too much stock in 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 that you know issue at all. Like you know that issue is. I mean, it's not anything with her. It's just something sparked from one of my comments. And you know, Japan is I think a great place with a lot of great people, and you know, um, same thing with me and my wife too. Like there are assholes and there are cool people everywhere you go, everywhere you go. And, you know, not letting one person's opinion or one person's skewed point of view, I'm not going to review it over and over again. Like don't, you know, I would just say, don't let it affect you, you know, as much as you, you know, you know, um, and, and, and focus on the connection with the person that you do have, you know, and, and realize that those connections do cross borders, cross cultures. And I think that is the hope for the future of not only Japan, but the world itself. I mean, look at me, look at my life. Like I'm, it's a cross-cultural, cross-racial, cross-geographical, you know, story, miracle type thing. And so um, I believe that that dream, that hope is alive in all of us. And it is an individual choice. Um, what we tend to focus on, you know, in our relationships, in our lives. And, you know, um, I change, you know, I, I mean, I put what I put out there and it kind of, you can't really control the internet. It does what it does. And it's the internet, but, um, yeah, I, I, I would say like, you know, put your stock in your relationship and your love and, 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 you know, what is important to you and everybody else fuck them <laughs> fuck them that's what i say like that person fuck them you know pretty much so yeah that's all that's all that's all okay 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 let me finish this sake uh-huh uh-huh i got beer so let me take a quick beer retrieval 
break and then we'll get into some of the videos from the description and then I'll get the fuck out of here in this crazy ass episode. So hold on one second. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. So, so yeah, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but, but hopefully you've noticed, but you know, I lost a little bit of weight, uh, in the past few weeks. Hold on. Let me crack this beer. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, one of the reasons why is because mm, I haven't been drinking at all, you know, and, um, as I drink sake and beer late at night, but you know, whatever. But, but, but yeah, you know, I haven't been, had the chance to exercise a bit. I had some family obligations this past week, but, um, but yeah, you know, tonight's whatever a cheat day and tomorrow I'm going to, I plan on, you know, actually exercising and stuff. So, but they do have the, the beer that I love, you know, they had that in stock at my local convenience store. I'm uh, not a convenience store, my local uh, supermarket, you know, the one because it, it doesn't sell. So they restocked it and I'm the only one buying it. <laughs> so I got a couple of these for the episode and I was like, sweet score. Okay. 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 Let me, let me, let me get into shit because we're like fucking. 15 20 minutes deep into this episode and i haven't really done much of anything i feel uh, this is like a random episode i'm probably gonna call this like random episode or something like that i don't know because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing right now <laughs> okay all right let me prop this up on my pillow so i can talk about it that is not going well okay whatever because i need i got microphone i got i need a mic stand fuck all right i i got a microphone i got beer and i got my my tablet thing and shit all right um okay ha 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 people i'm sorry this is one of the worst episodes i've done in a while <laughs> okay so uh let me run through the topics i have for you very quickly so mm. um first one Again, all this is all YouTube's algorithm. Put it on YouTube's algorithm, like you know they did. It's doing a great job. I hope it keeps pumping out these hits for you guys because I think it's cool that you know um, even if this episode is complete bullshit, like <laughs> you can kind of scan through, scroll through, and um, see like a variety of stuff about Japan um, that's kind of curated. I, I've been slacking on uh, flip flip book flip, flip board. I forgot, um, but you know whatever whatever you know i just threw that shit out there um again this is all hobby like i'm not being consistent about anything you know but hopefully i'm laying the seeds for me to kind of double back in the future and you know actually properly do this shit so mm. all right let's get into it so the first one is a really cool link um that i came up in my um profile my 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 timeline about um cheap apartment the cheapest apartments in tokyo that are technically in tokyo um i think the first one or two are just crappy ass apartments like you know i was just like Ugh. and of course no one would want to live there but the later um i think one or two apartments were actually you know good decent apartments that i guess single people would live in again when when i moved to japan you know way back in 2004 you know i had never really had to go like super super apartment hunting the only time i i only went like apartment hunting one time you know and it was just ironically how i met my wife but but um i mean in my apartment search when i lived in a guest house uh, you know from 2005 to 2006 for about a year and a half i would say 
Yeah, about a year and a half um, is when I lived in that guest house. That was like the only that that guest house experience was the only time I was apartment hunting. And Jesus, it was like looking back. I rem I, I, I talked about it before. I still remember the website. It was fucking fluorescent blue. It was crazy. It was like on like the seventh or eighth page of like Google search. <laughs> like you know, it was it was rough, man, back then. Um, the internet has come a long way, man. Cause looking at the apartments there, I was like, I ain't have no access to this shit. And you know, like real estate agents in 2004, 2005 was not fucking with foreign people at all. Really? You know, so I don't know, you know, pretty much like you had to have a company sponsored apartment and that was about it. Um, so now though, it seems like there's a lot more services, a lot more infrastructure for people. That particular apartment is, you know, quite far away from central Tokyo. Um, it's like way the fuck you might, it might sound like, Oh, it's just 30 minutes away from blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. You in the fucking boonies. Like technically you're in Tokyo, but you're in the fucking boonies. So, um, yeah, if you are thinking about apartment hunting in Tokyo, in Japan, wherever the fuck you are, like in the Tokyo, I'll just focus on the Tokyo metropolitan area. You're, I've talked to people as well, like people like, oh, I'm, I live in Asakusa. I'm like, you live in Asakusa? Like, yeesh. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, 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 for a tourist area, it's fine, but, but it's not close to anything really. So, you know, take your apartment hunting here, you know, very seriously, I would say, excuse me, if you want to live in Tokyo, you're going to pay more money, but southern part of Tokyo or southeastern part of Tokyo, relatively near the Yamanote line, like, if if you think the Yamanote line, just as a rough estimate, you're going to want to be... 15 to 20 minutes away from the Yamanote line. Probably mm, 15 to 20 minutes or um, no more than 10 stops away from the Yamanote line. I think is a good gauge of, 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 you know, closeness. And then on top of that, you're not going to be, want to be anywhere but beyond um, 15 minutes from your train station 15 minutes for like a single person living in tokyo is about the limit of what you're gonna want to be basically 15 minutes you're, you're you're in striking distance on foot you know pretty much that's like 15 minutes is is, is like the range of attractive apartments you know in in any major city right anything beyond 15 minutes you're gonna pay a lot less but you're gonna be kind of like on an island quite a bit you know um and so if you if you because i mean if you think about it like wherever you work if you go 15 minutes to the station then if you're too far out you go you know um what like 20 30 minutes to get within striking distance of the yamanote line for example which means you're another like 20 30 minutes uh, within striking distance of possibly of where you're going to work, you know, on average, right? So it, in that case, you got like an hour plus an hour, 15 minutes, so you're an hour, 15 minutes door to door, right? And that might not sound too bad. Like if you're like, yeah, I just want to go to Japan and live life there. But when summertime starts rolling around and once you get settled here and you want to actually do things and, you know, it becomes a bit of an issue. So, you know, if you can afford it, if you can, if you can hack it, you know, of course, this is just general kind of 
broad strokes, you know, thumbnail sketch kind of uh, advice for moving to to the Tokyo area. But, you know, just, you know, 10 stops or less and or 20, I'd say 20 minutes away from the Yamanote line. Uh, 20 minutes, 15, 15 to 20 minutes you know, within a shot of the Yamanote line, you know, depending on this express limited express, um, trust me, you know, um, it, those two factors in 15 minutes from a station is going to be something that you're going to want to look for. Right. And, uh, you're going to pay for it, of course, either, you know, it's going to be the age of the apartment, the size of the apartment or the cost you're going to pay. There's going to be one of those three things. You can't get all three. You just can't do it, right? So you're going to be a small-ass place in a good-ass area um, that might be old as shit, for example, you know. Um, but ideally, I'm thinking of, like, a single person in their 20s who I'm talking to, right? But, um, but you know, I mean, that's what we're here for. You just thug it out. It's a place to lay your head, wash your ass, you know, poop in the poop, poop. <laughs> poop in the poop, poop. <laughs> that's kind of what you're here for, right? I mean, after, you know, all this situation is all said and done, like, you know, you're going to want to just enjoy your life. So, um, but the, but definitely, like, the place that was shown towards the end, those newer places, I mean, I've heard that they are there, but those are going to be catered more towards Japanese people with say shine jobs. You've kind of heard me talk about this in the past. If you're a long time listener again, you know, see, see some of these themes come up. So if you're like Kayaku shine contract employee, for example, non-regular worker, for example, it might be a little bit tougher unless you've got like a little nice little, little stack, you know, um, that you're willing to blow, um, to get yourself established and by a nice little stack, I don't mean like a thousand dollars or something like that. I mean, us, let's go seven to $10,000. If you've got seven to 10,000, just off the top of my head, if you've got seven to $10,000, then, you know, I would not really worry too much about the type of apartment that you would, you know, the, your range of available apartments kind of gets a, quite a bit wider because, you know, if you got a job and you've got seven to $10,000 in your pocket to move into a place after you land into Tokyo, the range of available places you can live in widens up quite a bit, right? And you can see like the newer places and things like that because I'm not going to get into a whole thing about apartments, which I actually am now, <laughs> even though I don't want to. But but whatever. Since we're here, let's let's go into it quite a, a little bit. Um, because you know, realistically, right? If you if you come here, let's say ideally you got seven to ten thousand in your pocket. You know, the, I think the off the top of my head it was around like a hundred a thousand, which is like about you know again add two zeros a hundred thousand yen as a general rule. So about a thousand dollars US, about a hundred a hundred thousand yen around that area is kind of what you're paying for the one with the loft towards the end of that first link, right? And so. Um, you know, let's say you're in a reasonable area or something like that. You get that. That's going to be kind of more in demand. And the landlord, if they take you, will probably have more, prefer you know, will have generally have more preferential treatment for Japanese people. But, you know, for them to say, all right, cool, whatever. Like working with a, um, a real estate agent that caters to, for example, foreign people or something like that. Then you're going to have to pay for those services, which means you're going to pay real estate agent fee, which is one month's rent. That's a thousand first month's rent. That's a thousand 
deposit one or two two thousand. So that's like uh, one, two, three, four. That's four thousand off the top, right? Just to move in, probably. If maybe there might be key money, which might be another thousand or half of that, then you got a guarantor, which you might have to pay another one or two months rent. So you can see easily that's seven thousand off the rip just before you can even move in into the fucking place you know it it looks nice you know but just to get step into the door like i've been hit with like five thousand you know five thousand seven thousand bills just to like walk into a fucking place like you know and like it's nothing it's like yeah you just gotta pay this so i've talked about about it before in here you feel dirty you feel I'm not gonna lie you feel fucking dirty um after paying all that goddamn money just to set foot in the place because a lot of that shit is not coming back to you you know but but you know if you want the place you're gonna be here for a while that's what it is so my advice coming here you know um just to get settled seven thousand depending on where you want to live is kind of cutting it close ten thousand Joshua I'm also talking about you talking to you you know, 10,000 liquid money that you can kind of just, you know, plop down and not think twice about would probably be a safe bet, you know. And I'm sure, you know, it's your second time around, Joshua. So, um, yeah, that would, that would be a safe bet. Okay, I think that was good for you guys. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry about that. <clears throat> Actually, that might be the title of the... I might just copy them, paste the title and put a review of that because that's a pretty good chunk of information. Okay, next, next, let, let's let's roll through it. Um, Fashion... This might not be a short episode because I got more beer in the fridge and you know I like to ramble when I talk. Uh, no, what? I, you know I like to ramble when I drink. So, hey, we'll see what happens. But um, next thing, fashion rules for women. <laughs> in parentheses, I wrote down conservative women slash women who are not my type. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I watched like about 60, 70% of this video. I was like, yeah, these chicks are not my type at all. Mm. They do give some general information about like how people dress like mainstream. I'd say conservative college chicks dress, you know, who, oh gosh, I sound like such an ass. I feel like I sound like such an asshole in this episode, but they're kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an asshole. But yeah, um but yeah, basically the chicks in this video they're fucking boring. But <laughs> I mean, you know, they're bilingual and, and uh, some many of them are bilingual. They're interested in studying English and things like that, but just their like none of them in that video would be if I were single like, you know, and let's say 10 years ago, uh, for me, would be any. I'm. I would not be interested in any of them. Even if I was in a nightclub, there would be the chicks that like fucking. Oh gosh. Okay. Never. <laughs> I mean, nothing bad, but it's just like they would not get much attention from me, or probably most. Uh, it depends on my friends, though. Okay. <laughs> I'm. So such an asshole on this episode wow okay but 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 basically like i I, put, I included this in in here so that you can kind of um get a feel for one you know fashion wise and two i knew i would talk about the personalities of these chicks but you just can, can kind of see you know i mean from what i remember i haven't i watched this about a week ago i remember them being kind of rigid kind of you know, not fluid and a little bit 
bland. You know, I mean, they're nice girls. They're kind of nice girls. Like, I... As English students, they'd be really interesting. I say that. You know, I think they'll be fun to teach. But to hang out with and have a drink with? Mm, nah, not really. You know, <laughs> I'll just leave it there. You just watch it if you want to. All right, next, eel is expensive. Again, I, you've probably heard me say this. I don't really like eel, you know. Um, they had the aftertaste of it for me. There's a slight aftertaste to it that I don't really appreciate. You know, I think it's more like co the cost. I think more expensive eel doesn't have that aftertaste, but like regular or, or cheap eel does. And so I just don't really like it. Mm. For my palate, eel has kind of like a metallic slightly metallic aftertaste to it that i mean i'm not disgusted by it i'll eat it you know like i'll eat eel sushi i'll eat eel bentos if it's served to me but i'm not gonna go for the eel you know so so yeah um but but it, it, you know i didn't really watch this i watched a few seconds of it but you know i'm kind of familiar with the information but if you're not really don't really know what's going on check it out business insider um, blessed us with that one i think this is another business insider they just hit me with all the business insider um japan shit um yeah how soy sauce is made i didn't watch this at all i'm not gonna lie um but just you know if you want to know this one and another one later I'll, I'll jump to it now where is it um where is it oh Oh, wait, hold on, hold on one second, one second. I, I want to make sure that this, because this was actually like a pretty good video that I want. Oh, yeah, okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, I, I just didn't include it in, in my list. <clears throat> Sorry, but um, the, uh, the soy sauce one and um, another one, I need to put these, I need to match these together actually, because they're, they're quite similar. Give me one second. Um, this is why Japanese knives are, are so expensive and why eel is so expensive, actually. Um, I think these might be both Business Insider, but but they're really actually good. I, I watched most of the knives one um, until the last few minutes before I had to get ready to go to work. But um, mm. So I get off the train to go to work. I remember I watched it on the train this morning. It popped up on, on my algorithm. Um, but... But yeah, it, it, it's really about like, I think both of these, I'm pretty sure the soy sauce one as well. I'd like you to kind of pay attention to uh, how, you know, um, detail oriented Japanese people are, you know, how people really kind of focus in on whatever niche, whatever thing that they're into. And, and you know, especially um, trades or crafts with a long history. You know, there could be deep, deep niches, deep, deep trades here that have such a long history, you know, generations of, of, you know, knowledge and experience and things like that, which is amazing. You know, that's one of the things that makes Japan such an interesting country. But on the other hand, that's one of the hindrances of it because it's such a deep and storied um, trade or craft that it's dying off. Right. So. I'm pretty sure it'll be brought up in one or both of these videos that as these tradesmen, as these craftsmen, um, I think, do I have, I think Skiji as well touched on that as well. Like, you know, as these trades and craftsmen kind of die off, retire off, 
their skills are kind of dying with them, right? And I'm per- I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. I, I mean, I, I think inevitably some of these skills and crafts are going to be lost, right? Because um, trades are going to be lost because there's a lack of general lack of young people and there's a lack of young people who are willing to put in the work to master these niche skills, trades and crafts, you know, as they were in the past, you know, for a lot of factors, in my opinion, a lot of them at the end of the day are macroeconomic. I'm not going to get into economics, but you know, um, there's just a lack of, of apprentices there, you know, for these people, you're not going to like, fucking sweat out your 20s and 30s in a knife factory so that you can make the perfect knife nowadays you know you would be on instagram doing shit you know and, and these craftsmen aren't willing to you know um share their secrets they got pride you know and so they're not willing to open up and share to the world uh, you know as they might need to for to attract new people into their craft you know and, and allow it to survive and thrive you know f- as long it has, as long as it has existed, so that's one of the things that's a bit not. I mean, not disheartening because it's not really my culture. So I, I'm not really like, oh shit, that's so fucked up that the hundred year old knife manufacturer might go out of business. Like, hey, you know, it's evolution. It is Darwin. It is what it is for me personally. You know, because I'm just here. I'm a tourist. I'm a, I'm a long term tourist here. I'm just here along for the ride. So. You know, um, it's not really my responsibility to save the knife factory. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but um, but um, I, I am curious about what's going to happen and, and keep track, mental track of these type of trends. You know, I see it in the news every now and then they're like, oh, it's dying. What are we going to do? But like, I'm I'm eating my popcorn like what y'all gonna do <laughs> you know <laughs> so and so far i don't see anything so i don't know but 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 you know those those things definitely check it out again i'm just dropping hits on you like you know this episode right um what else we got what else we got uh japanese oh shit oh yeah i couldn't read my handwriting for a second <laughs> so mm couple nights ago i was just like flipping through tv i think i forgot what i was doing just before going to bed but there was some women's wrestling on and it was i wish i i I was like i was inspired to try to find the wrestling the wrestler that was i mean it wasn't that inspired because her name was on the screen and i just was too lazy to go (laughs) to search for the female wrestler's name because she was such garbage (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i wasn't i was like i could just search for this chick's name but like i'm just not gonna do it so (laughs) i just like fuck it i just found what i found you know and 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 i found like one uh japan female wrestling episode and i just threw it on there for you guys but the level and the style of wrestling here is completely different it's a throwback And, and 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 you know i mean one the quality of the wrestling isn't as high as like the wwf or wwe as it's now known you know i used to watch wrestling quite a bit like every fucking saturday you know 
goddamn Hulk Hogan, the Rockers. Like, I remember when Shawn Michaels, you know, betrayed, did the heel turn, and fucking kicked Marty Jannetty through the fucking, you know, candy glass at the Brooklyn, the, uh, the Barber Beefcakes fucking, you know, barbershop, you know, interview joint, and he became, you know, the heartbreak kid. I remember all that shit as a little kid, you know, um, you know, the rock until the like fucking attitude era, Degeneration X. And after about then after Stone Cold Steve Austin and Degeneration X, like, you know, I remember the Undertaker's premiere and when he became a shit. I remember all that shit. Like until about, you know, high school and then I kinda like got out of pro wrestling and stuff like that. But I I went deep into that. Damn. But 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 you know, I used to watch a lot of wrestling. Like, you know, and um uh, um hold on, let me make sure I'm still recording. Of course I st- Okay, okay, okay. And yeah, so so <laughs> I know basically I know wrestling, right? I mean I know my way around wrestling, I'll say that. Mm. Mm. And like something just it's like the shittiest <laughs> It's pretty shitty, right? Like the the, the wrestler I, I wanted to, I wanted to find this wrestler, but again, you know. The wrestler I watched was quite entertaining, but she was also quite shitty. So I didn't want to put energy into Googling a shitty ass wrestler, you know, but if she popped up on my timeline, I would have like threw her up on the podcast, but I didn't find her. So I just, whatever popped up, I just found it. And I just put in like in Japanese women's uh, pro wrestling. And then like, I just looked through one or two videos. And I was like, all right, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> So I, I put up one episode of, I guess, a women's pro wrestling league episode. You know, if you're into wrestling, you know, go ahead and you can watch it better for worse. Whatever you think, you know, you might be your thing. Hey, I don't know. But it, I, I just got a couple laughs out of it. And I was like, all right, whatever. Fuck it. But <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not into wrestling, just skip that link. But pretty much like one thing one to be forewarned about like wrestling not only men and women's here is kind of seen as again japanese majime really serious kind of spirit is seen as a um similar to like actual wrestling you know it's not so much entertaining it's like the actual technique skill and strategy of the match is kind of what the fans go there for. And so it's really like throwback wrestling to like when wrestlers kind of took the shit. It sounds kind of disrespectful for modern wrestling, but took it seriously or, you know, the theme of wrestling was more, you know, traditional, competition it's, it, I don't really know how to say it without sounding disrespectful of modern wrestling but you know okay if you think about it like tradi- you know traditional like modern wrestling is more spectacle and entertainment in the west in America let's say that just well fuck it's just you know if you're talking gore you're talking shock factor you're talking like stunts and shit like that you know finishing moves like well finishing moves has always been a thing but you know, modern wrestling is much more about the spectacle of the match. Traditional wrestling in the 80s, before I say, let's say before Hulk Hogan, right? Maybe even Ric Flair, you know, but even Ric Flair too was more of a traditional wrestler. But let's say uh, Hulk Hogan, I think, 
well, Hulk Hogan was like right. You know, Ultimate Warrior was kind of when I, you know, my ears perked up as a kid, right? Um, so, um, yeah, I, I'd say, you know, Ultimate Warrior will probably be like uh, an example of like spectacle over skill of a wrestler. I, I say that's that's, that's kind of how I describe it, right? So. Japan is all about the skill of wrestling, right? Like, it's like, you know, if you watch this video, you'll be like, oh, my God, the pace of the match, like, the moves that are chosen, the crowd reaction, like, there's a lot of downtime in a fucking Japanese wrestling match. Like, I can't even really watch the shit. Like, I don't even watch wrestling anymore, but, like, it's a lot of downtime where, you know, you're just like, fuck, dude, come on, get up and, like, do something. <laughs> And so, like these, of course, women, women wrestlers, like I'm not being sexist or toxic. It's just true. Physically, are built different from men, so the stamina, the strength of the wrestlers is different. So, you know, and you can tell, like they're not like like WWE wrestlers, especially when female wrestlers. Like, you can tell they train. You know, they're like built They're You know, even even though there's a difference between the male and female, their their physical abilities like they're quite acrobatic. They're quite strong. So their capabilities are there, you know, to really pull out like a lot of like, you know, high impact moves in succession. The ones in Japanese women's pro wrestling. Like I might, I'm like I'll see you at the izakaya. Like I'll see you like hanging out. Like <laughs> you know, you just like walking up the street. To, I mean, yeah, you're trying. You know the moves like a lot better than I would be able to do. But they just don't have like the strength, the stamina, or the skill to be able to like pull it off. But you know, because it's Japan, because they're gonna, you know, they're trying hard. You know, like I feel like it's it's a thing. So. um I was entertained for about 15 minutes watching it. Not even 15, for like seven minutes watching. <laughs> it was a good, it was a strong seven minutes. <laughs> so I threw it up on the podcast. So if, you, if you're interested in wrestling and want to see the difference, just watch that shit. And you'll know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, okay, okay, a couple more. Wow, this is a pretty nice episode. Surprise, okay. Um, why is it easiest to stay thin in Japan? Yeah, again, I feel, you know, a bit big, but I'm relatively thin, you know, um, and just a, a really interesting video about uh, the diet and the diet choices here in Japan, which is quite true. Uh, I went to, uh, I went, got a sandwich, like my lunch today, for example. Um, again, I'm, I'm not on a diet diet, but, but I am, I do kind of like try to, watch my calorie intake but it is quite easy to do so here in japan like um you know i for breakfast i had like what well, my normal breakfast is if you want to know <laughs> is uh, um organic peanut butter and raw honey uh sandwich on whole wheat bread i have that like almost every morning um a bunch of uh vitamins and supplements uh, and like a raw meal, uh, meal replacement cacao smoothie. That's pretty much my, like my go-to breakfast, you know, for most days, uh, it's just fast. It's nutritious. It's filling and, you know, gives me some energy for the day lunch. You know, I, again, I, I've cut out snacking 
So I waited. I had my lunch at about 2.30 today. Uh, so for lunch, I had uh, tuna. I, 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 I'm recently, I'm just buying sandwiches. So I bought like a tuna fish sandwich from like this 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 kind of fresh sandwich place. Um, better quality than the convenience store. No real preservatives that I know of. I, I got to check the label, just double check. Um, but it seems like it's a lot more fresh than the convenience store one. So I got tuna fish today. Normally I get like chicken or they have a wide variety. I got like... 20 types of sandwiches there it's a sandwich specialty shop stand if you will um inside of the uh, department store that i go to um a shopping center that i go that near where i work and then um i have miso soup like packets but today i didn't have miso soup i was just like fuck it i just can't be bothered and so i went to the convenience store and i was like fine i want something and i was like hesitating i was like fuck i'm not i'm trying to cut my calorie intake because you know whatever and i ended up buying like these small like healthy kind of healthy themed um what's the word how do i describe these goddamn things yogurt flavored sandwich snacks <laughs> like it's not cookies it's not crackers but it's like kind of wheat type thing it's like a low it's marketed as a low calorie snack i'm actually i check the calorie i try and check the calorie intake on it you know and so that was it and i came back and i, I had a pretty good dinner but it was like you know tofu spicy tofu um rice uh, some leftovers which was leftovers with some white rice then i was still hungry i had like a little piece of like mochi bread that my wife had earlier and then i had some more uh, left we had some uh, we ordered last night so i had a, a bit of leftover uh fried rice like i don't know what the fuck soy sauce fried rice with some meat in it it was good though um i, I just like just give me the fucking usual that i get whenever we order from there but the 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 volume of what I had was not that big compared to what it would be in America. Mm. And for me, I didn't really eat healthy today. I would say, you know, um, it was just like an average. And you know, I'm drinking like one, uh, some sake and a little bit of beer. And, you know, I'd say it was kind of a high calorie day for me, like living in Japan. You know, I wouldn't if I had to give myself a score um, on the calorie scale from one to ten, I'd probably give today my food choices a five or a four pretty much you know in japan terms like it'll probably be like a five or a four um i don't feel too good about my, my my choices like today but i don't feel bad terrible about it you know again five being average but so you can kind of see and um this video kind of helps explain why right but yeah, it's true it's really true um you know um, I mean, I'm getting older, you know, I got a little bit of a, you know, but I'm, I'm trying to manage it the best way I can again. But I also in my twenties, I was very much in the gym. I like to kind of be cut, get a little, psh, psh, psh. but now I got like a zero pack. I'd like to get some packs back in the, in my life at some point in the future. Okay. Before I get out of here, um, wow. It's like almost an hour episode, which is really nice. Like surprise. Yay. Um, um, last one is um, a follow up, I think, to to a video that was on Vice Japan sometime in the past. But um, it's a, a full on interview with Japan's custom Lamborghini legend. Um, he seems like an interesting type of guy. 
Um, just to give you, I'll let his interview speak for himself. Some insights into what he was talking about. Um, you know, in, I was kind of looking at him. I was like, well, I wonder where, where he got his money when he was younger. And it seems like, you know, he did some illegal things, maybe selling drugs, maybe, you know, related to Yakuza nightlife. I would imagine drugs might be the thing. He might have spent some time in jail, um, you know, and then luckily I I kind of wanted to know how he makes his money, not to pocket watch the guy. I'm just curious because like, of course, being if you're not living in Japan, seeing someone with some tricked out Lamborghinis, you might be like, oh, shit, that's cool. That's dope. You know, if you're into cars or into that type of thing, but it's quite out of the ordinary and a little bit fr- quite frowned upon, especially if he has a lot of money, you know, I'm not sure it's 50, 50, like, you know, for him to be that flashy with his Lamborghinis, he might have some money, but not like cake, cake, cake like that. Or he might like something related to like, you know, host bars, hostess bars, like something like that. It was what I would imagine, you know, just from like the way he carries himself or something like that. He owning some type of like, you know, nightlife night entertainment type shit is kind of what I'm feeling. The vibe I'm getting from the guy. Again, I don't know. I'm not going to research it too much, but that's just what I feel. Um, but yeah, so, um, I mean, he seems like a nice guy though, but is generally frowned upon in Japan to be that flashy customizing a Lamborghini and rolling around like that in Japan. It's kind of like Nali King's kind of like new money, you know, and especially to have it tricked out the way he is like, and carry himself and dress the way he does and have his hair the way he does. He probably gets quite a bit of pullback and quite a bit of stares and, and mumbles. Again, wall of pillows. He's hit, getting hit with a wall of pillows wherever he goes. But he seems like the type of guy that's like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm just going to do me. More power to him. Like, hey, I'm not criticizing the guy at all. But I just want you to get a little context by watching it. Don't think like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's dope. That's like the you know, Tokyo Drift, you know, um, fucking um, teriyaki boy style, baby. Like, no, he's like the only guy on the road doing that shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you're not going to see too many of those, like, you know, rolling around. Again, like, you might see a group of them, but because you got, like, scattered all around and then they they squat up and, like, roll around, but people are just like, eee, kimoi. <laughs> Which is like Kimochi Walui, which is like, it's kind of like gross or creepy or weird, you know, pretty much is is what I'd say average people with money would think about him or them or his squad, you know, but he's the leader of them. And so he's doing his thing. So I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking him. I'm just telling you what, like mainstream just said Japanese society, he is definitely an outlier. So don't really think like that's kind of what you're going to be seeing. Don't let Tokyo Drift fool you. I was thinking about this again. Probably, I forgot. I haven't watched that movie in fucking maybe over a decade. But I believe the first 10 minutes of Tokyo Drift is a pretty... No, no, not 10 minutes. Once he goes to Japan, the dude, there's a good 10 minute, 15 minute. No, it was not 15 minutes. It's got to be like 10 minutes. 5 or 10 minutes where he's like in relatively normal Japan life, you know, and, 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 and and the, the second he goes into some garage or some shit like that, and it's like some tricked out cars, then it just goes into complete fantasy, fantasy land. But when he's riding the train, when he's in school, that feels like generally pretty much everyday life here. 
feels semi pretty realistic. So, so you know, don't watch that Lambo guy dude and think like you're gonna be seeing dudes like that running around all over the place. Not really gonna happen. Okay, but you know, it is what it is. So okay, okay, okay. We're we're pulling up on about an hour, dude. Like I'm, I was wrong. It's another another one of those episodes where you know. I was just wrong. Again, let me drink some shit. You know, magic happens, right? Okay, because I haven't really. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be fucking hungover tomorrow, probably, because I haven't drunk in like a long time. But um, good stuff. Again, some good links. A lot of stuff to keep you occupied until we have an, another episode. So we'll leave it there, and I'll holler at you next time. Peace. <laughs>